You're listening to the Million Praying Moms podcast, where we believe every mom is uniquely designed by God, but also a part of something much bigger than she could ever be alone. We're authors and moms, Erin Mooring and Brooke McLaughlin, and we're here to help you make prayer your first and best response to the challenges of parenting. Tune in each week to real life conversations with the experts about real issues Christian parents face today. If you're ready to learn practical ways to focus on Christ as you seek wisdom and hope for the difficult job of raising children in today's world, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey there, friends. My name is Brooke McLaughlin, and I'm your co-host for the Million Praying Moms podcast. You're listening to a brand new bonus series where I'm interviewing all of the amazing women who contributed to my newest book releasing August 3rd, Praying Mom, Making Prayer the First and Best Response to Motherhood. I have the words, God, I need you to do something in my children. Ever found their way into your desperate prayers? Do you feel helpless to know how to equip your children for this world and everything it's going to throw at them? Have you ever prayed, God, I can't be the mom they need. I need you to help me. If so, you're not alone. The good news is that there is a way to stay connected with the one who has all the answers so you can be the mom you need to be. When my children were little, I was faced with the undeniable fact that my best efforts fell woefully short of my goal to produce godly children. I knew if God didn't show up, nothing would change in my home. So I began to pray scripture for my children and both my life and my children's lives were transformed. Yours can be too. Over the years, I've learned that while prayer is the most important part of Christian parenting, many moms feel stifled in their prayers and so continue to feel helpless and hopeless. Do you feel like you don't know what or how to pray? Like you don't know if your prayers really matter? Like you can't pray until you get your life together? Or maybe you just feel like you're too busy to pray? Praying Mom will have you making prayer your first and best response to every aspect of family life and thriving as a mom full of hope in the God who can, even if you can't. You can pre-order it now anywhere books are sold. And when you do, you'll get access to some pretty amazing bonuses, like two extra chapters that weren't even included in the book, audio prayers, that's actually me praying every single prayer in the book, about 75 or so of them, over your family, and access to my prayer huddle, where I'm equipping you to program prayer into your daily life. If live teaching with me as your prayer coach, live prayer, a free digital prayer journal, and prayer check-ins sounds good to you, pre-order your copy of Praying Mom today. Just visit www.brookmclaughlin.net forward slash pre-order to get started. Today I have someone with me who has been a friend in ministry for a very long time. In fact, she was one of the very first contributors to our all-boy mom community, the Mob Society, before we became Million Praying Moms. One of the things that I love the most about Sandra Peoples has been watching her pivot in her own ministry as God gave her a new story to write. She's been a faithful servant to the special needs parenting community for many years now through speaking, her books, and now as she shared her own struggle with prayer inside of Praying Mom. You're going to want to purchase the book to see how she overcame that. Sandra, thank you for being here today. Tell everybody a little bit about you and your family. 
Well, I'm so happy to be with you. It does feel like we've been friends forever, especially yes. in online <laughs> years. Um, and really, I mean, our friendship goes back at least 10 years because yes. that's when our younger son, James, was diagnosed with autism. And we celebrated, if celebrated is the right word, <laughs> for that uh, last year. And so my husband and I now live outside of Houston, Texas, where he is a pastor. And we have two boys, David, who is 15, and James, who's 13. And as I said, James was diagnosed with autism 10 years ago. Um, and if you're familiar with autism, there's lots of different levels and, and skill abilities. And so I do like to say that James is uh, mostly nonverbal and what we call level three autism. That's awesome. Thank you for that. It's it's good to have that definition um, as we're trying to understand everything. So Sandra, as you know, I'm asking each of our contributors to Praying Mom to answer the same two questions during this bonus series. And it's been really fun so far as I've done all the recording behind the scenes because each of you have had different answers to the same question. And I'm really hopeful that this is going to inspire people to understand why prayer should matter to them as, as we dive in a little bit to why it matters to you. So uh, that really is our first question that I'd love to give you the opportunity to answer. Why does prayer matter to you? Well, prayer, I think, uh, and it's been an evolution. I talk about that in the book, Different Struggles. You have modeled this so well through our friendship and your writing, especially your emphasis on praying scripture. Mm -hmm. And um, so I have learned that from you, from your example. And, and why prayer is so important to me is that it aligns my will and my desires with what God desires for me and for my kids and for my family. And, and the way that I know what he wants for us is that I read it in scripture. And so the more I read and the more I pray, the clearer his will is for my family and the clearer his will is for me as I advocate, especially for James. So there's a verse in Proverbs that I really cling to uh, in my role as an advocate. And in the New Living Translation, it says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, ensure justice for those who are being crushed. And I just, I feel that. I mean, I, I mentioned that James is mostly nonverbal. And so when he gets home from school, he can't tell us what happened during his day. He can't tell us if he was happy or sad or what he learned or what he had for lunch. I mean, there's just so much about his day that's a mystery for us. And so that means he can't communicate with his teachers and those who are with him at school as well. Like even the during the school year back before school was out in May, they called me and said, he's just off. And so, you know, we have this checklist we go through. Is he in pain? Is he tired? Is he hungry? And it's just a guessing game. But without me fulfilling that calling that I see in scripture, as I'm praying through that says, speak up for those who aren't able to speak for themselves. I realize that's my role. And that not only has God called me to that, he empowers me to do that. And so even on those days that I'm uh, uh, reluctant or tired, or <laughs> it just feels so overwhelming. I take strength from my time in prayer and a reminder that he empowers, he called me to it and he will empower me to do it. And so I just, 
the scripture that we see that we really get a sense of our purpose and and what we do that helps me align Mm-hmm. what I have in my mind with what God has planned for me. And then I'm able to live that out. I love that. And you really, I will say we, in, in the chapter of praying mom that you contributed to, we talk a lot about what you just shared. You touched on it a little bit, which was such a great a preface to it. And that is that sometimes what we think is good is not necessarily what God thinks is good for that situation. And that can be a real hindrance to our prayers because we we only see things in a limited way. We think that what we're praying for has to be good. It, it has to be okay for us to pray that God would bring salvation in a timely manner or that he would bring um, you know, money for a particular bill so that we don't go into debt or or whatever. There's so many things that we pray for that we think, God, this is good. Why are you not doing this? Yeah. And yet we're reminded, and this is something that Aaron and I have talked a lot about in the last year, um, as we spent some concerted time studying the Lord's Prayer, and that is that we are praying for God to bring His kingdom, not to build our kingdom. Yeah. We get caught up there, I think, so often. And so when you say, I am praying because I need to realign my will with what God's will is, and where I find out what God's will is, is in the pages of Scripture, that just is a perfect it's a perfect example of why we have to do that and why it's so important because as moms, we want what's best. We want what's good for our kids, but what we think is good is not always good from God's perspective in that moment. And that, that can be a difficult pill to swallow. Yeah, it really can. And, and another verse that has impacted my journey on this is James one seventeen. every good gift and every perfect gift comes from God above. And so you and I can look at things and say, this is not good. This is not perfect, but but because he's allowing it in our lives from his perspective, it is. And so again, it's that realigning, yeah, changing our mindset and understanding what his purpose is. Yeah, that's such good stuff. All right. So now it's story time. Let's <laughs> talk about um, maybe a time that God transformed you or your family through prayer. Let's get specific and, and share a story with everybody. Yeah, I mean, I've been so reflective lately about 10 years ago when James was diagnosed. I mean, you you just can't skip over a milestone like that. And and I really try to remind uh, my family, like our family verse, I guess you could call it, is Psalm 145.4. And it says, one generation shall commend your works to another and declare your mighty acts. And so as I reflect over these 10 years I'm reminding myself of his mighty acts in our story. And I remember one of the hardest days was when he went to preschool, because at that time, it was really on my heart to homeschool both of my boys. And so I had to send my little three-year-old into the big public elementary school. And it was so scary to me. And I came home uh, and I called Lee at work. He didn't answer. I called my mom. She didn't answer. And so it was just me and just God. And, and I was just weeping. You know, I remember being in the bathroom and just weeping and saying, this is not, this is not what I had in mind for my life. And, and I'm also a special needs sibling. I have an older sister with Down syndrome. So I know the blessings that come from being in a special needs family, but I know the, the hard parts of that too. And so I I could see even more clearly 
what was ahead for us. And, and I remember in that bathroom, just repeating and repeating that God loves me and God loves James. And it's one of those, those little whisper prayers, those short, short prayers. But, but I came out of that bathroom just changed because I, I realized what we were going through wasn't a punishment, but that it was part of his will for our family and that it didn't mean he had turned his back on us or was neglecting us or punishing us in any way, but that even that was evidence of his love and his grace in our lives. And so even that little prayer, you love me, you love James, you love me, you love James, it it changed our family story from there on out because we didn't have to be victims anymore of our circumstances. We we knew that our purpose was in those circumstances and that we could live it out. And I also am even thankful that my husband couldn't answer the phone and that my mom couldn't answer the phone because it kind of took away those idols almost that I was turning to for comfort instead of turning to him in prayer. And so I, I can just see so much evidence of his grace, but that moment specifically was a real turning point for us because it just, he just spoke so clearly. His love over mm-hmm. us reminded me that even with that short prayer, just a few words over and over again, but just the power and the truth in yeah. in what I was communicating. There is amazing power when we speak truth over our hearts. And I think, you know, so often we we hear people say, I don't know what to pray, or I don't know how to pray. And I'll be honest, Sandra, like, of the time, my prayers are just speaking truth over myself or speaking truth over another person, whether I'm praying for my family or someone else. We constantly need to be reminded of the truth. And it's just an amazing thing, an amazing gift that God gives us that, that we have the truth of his word that we can pray back to him. I just, I love that story so much. I've heard you share that story before somewhere. And every time you share it, it brings me to tears. It makes me teary because God is so good to give us exactly what we need at exactly the right time. Sandra, I can't thank you enough for sharing your heart with us today. Thank you for being here. I would love to end today's episode by having you share one verse that you're praying for your family right now. You've shared several great verses with us today that mean something for your family, but I'd love to have one that you're praying for them. And we're going to make it available to our online family to download for free in our show notes today. So. Well, the prayer that I pray most often, especially for James comes from the end of Luke and it the end of chapter two in Luke, and it's actually talking about Jesus, but I have taken it to apply to James's life because I just love what it says about Jesus at the end of chapter two. And so it's verse 52, and it says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And so as I pray specifically for James, I I want him to increase in knowledge. I want him to grow stronger. I mean, there are any parent of a kid with disabilities, there's physical disabilities, but even in something like autism, there's digestive issues. There could be epilepsy. So we're not just talking about cognitive development. We're talking about physical development and, and praying for comfort and healing in, in things that are, can be so painful. And they're unable to communicate <laughs> what that pain is sometimes. So I'm praying that he would grow in wisdom and stature. And then I'm also praying that he grows in favor with God and man, because man, I, I want God's blessings on his life. I want his light to shine. I want him to make a difference for the people who are around him. 
But that means that people have to look favorably upon him. He needs some extra grace and patience and um, things that we all need, but he needs in extra doses sometimes. And so that prayer, I just wake up with it on my heart and say, God, today, help him to grow stronger and wiser. Look with favor upon him and cause others to, to love him and be gracious with him. Oh, I love that. It's perfect. Again, Sandra, thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody listening right now how they can follow you online and find out more about you. Well, uh, home base is sandrapeoples.com and that has all of the links. And so I'm on Instagram at Sandra Peoples, Twitter at Sandra Peoples, and then on Facebook, Sandra Peoples author, I think is what it is. And so, you know, I usually just like the verse says, I try to use my platform to speak up for people with disabilities and their caregivers and just be an encouragement to them. That's such an important ministry. Thank you for being willing to do it, Sandra. We love it. That's it for today, friends. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Million Praying Moms podcast. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Million Praying Moms podcast. Before you go, make sure you've grabbed your copy of Brooke's newest book, Praying Moms making prayer the first and best response to the challenges of motherhood. If you feel helpless to know how to equip your children for this world and all it will throw at them and need help creating a game plan that will never fail you, this book is for you. Inside, you'll find biblical heart-level solutions to the challenges that are keeping you from being an effective praying mom. You can find links to purchase Praying Mom anywhere books are sold in our show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. You can also connect with our community of praying moms by hanging out with us on Instagram at millionprayingmoms or by visiting us at millionprayingmoms.com. And don't forget, with each new episode, we offer five free scripture-based prayers based on that show's topic. Simply visit millionprayingmoms.com and sign up to get yours sent to your inbox right away. Till next time. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project, a project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.